Das Chazor sagt nicht, dass es nicht so ist, dass es nicht so ist. Marbaravashi has a new understanding of the Machlokish between Rabbi Yechen and Rabbi Shlokish. In the case where a Tommy person, meaning he's already standing in a cemetery, and he now accepts Naziris upon himself. He says, Marbaravashi, that all agree that the Naziris takes effect immediately, and if the person drinks wine or cuts his hair, he'll get Malkus. The Machlokish is only regarding whether he'll get Malkus for ignoring a warning to leave the cemetery after accepting the Naziris. Rabbi Yechen says he'll get Malkus, Rabbi Shlokish says that he would not. Based on that, Rabbi Yechon and Yeshua our mission says that even if this person remains in the cemetery for 30 days, his Naziris, uh, his Naziris count does not begin, and he therefore does not bring a carbon as a Tomei Nazir. This suggests that although he doesn't bring a carbon, he'll get Malkus. Rabbi answered, since the next case of the mission says that if he left the cemetery and became Torah and then went back in, he'll have to bring a carbon. So he doesn't talk about it. talks in terms of carbon, not in terms of Malkus. So that's why the first case of the Mishnah also uses the term, speaks in terms of carbon, and says that he won't have to bring a carbon. However, really, the first part of the Mishnah could have also said that he's not subject to Malkus. Bryce says the only difference between a Tomei person who accepts Naziris and a Nazir who becomes Tomei is that a Tomei person who accepts Naziris has his seventh day uh, of, of, of the Tahara process counts towards his Naziris, whereas the person who was a, a Tahar Nazir, who became Tomei, his seventh day will not count towards the Naziris because he still has to bring on the eighth day Karbonus of uh, Tomei Nazir. This suggests, though, that regarding Malchus, they're the same, meaning they'd both be subject to Malchus, which is a uh, right to Abiyechanon. And for the more, the inference of the Brisa is that regarding the Isra of cutting here, the two are alike. However, regarding the Isra of Tuma, it could be that they are different. In fact, more, if they're different regarding Malchus for Tuma, then the Brisa should list that as a difference. More, it says the Brisa is dealing with creating the terms of the Naziris. You know, creating, not not the re- regarding violating the terms of the Naziris. And that's why it doesn't list these differences, because that's a difference in violating the terms, not a difference in creating the terms. In fact, more, Brisa says if someone accepts the Naziris while he is Tame, he may not cut his hair, drink wine, or become Tame to a mace. And if he does, he gets Malchus. This is a Clear to Yufta, the Reish to Yufta. Rav asks, if a Nazir is in a cemetery, does he need to remain there for a minimum amount of time before being subject to Malkus? Meaning, if he's in the cemetery, he accepts Naziris. Now, so uh, he, Lachari, uh, that's the case talking about, meaning that he was somehow became Tommy while already in the cemetery. That's when he first became Tommy. He didn't enter into becoming Tommy by entering into the cemetery. Rather, somehow he was Tar, and now he, while in the cemetery, he becomes Tommy. Does he need to remain there for a minimum amount of time before being subject to Malkus? That's the way it is by if, so, if, if a Kayim becomes, let's say, Tommy in the Azara, so he has a, he's only become, gets Malkus if he stays there as long as it takes to do a Shtachavoya. What's the case in question? If the case in is where he was, he's being warned not to accept Naziris while he's in the cemetery and he ignored the warning and accepted Naziris anyway why would he need to be there for a minimum period of time he's ignored the warning so the case must be where Nazir entered the cemetery while in a box which prevents him from coming, from becoming Tomei so when else then went and made a hole in the floor of the box thereby allowing Tumah to enter the box Rava's question is do we only require a minimum, a minimum amount of time for Tumah when dealing with a person who uh, becoming Tomei in the base of Migdash or does this concept even apply to regarding over here, in this case in the Zeros as well? The Gemara says, Teiku. Rabashi asks, if a person accepting the Zeros while in a cemetery, is he required to shave his head as part of uh, his Tahara process? Do we say that a Tahar Nazir became Tommy has to do so, but this person was never yet a Tahar Nazir, and therefore he doesn't have to shave his head? Or do we say there's no difference and he has to shave his head in this case as well? And for the more, our Mishnah said that a person who accepts the Zeros while in the cemetery does not bring the Karbanas of a Tommy Nazir. It seems to suggest that he would have to shave his head, I meaning he doesn't bring the Karbanas. As Mashma, everything else he does have to do, meaning shaving his head. The Mar says it's not a proof. It may be that the Mishnah is saying that the reason he doesn't bring the carbon is because he does not have to shave his head. So it could be Taka doesn't have to shave his head either. No Raya from our Mishnah. 
Fractal Gemara, Bryce says the only difference between a Tomei person who accepted the Zerus and a Nazir who became Tomei, a Tardik and Nazir who became Tomei, is that the first person has the seventh day counted towards the Zerus, and the latter person does not. This suggests that regarding shaving their heads, it's the same. It would mean both would be required to shave their heads as part of the entire process. Gemara says no. The inference is that regarding Malkas, that they're the same, not regarding shaving. Fractal Gemara, if they're not the same regarding shaving their heads, then the Bryce should list that as a difference between them. Gemara said when the Bryce says the only difference between them is regarding the seventh day, it means to refer to all matters of the seventh day, which could be, which includes the difference regarding shaving their head as well, and therefore it could be that the Brisa really did list this difference as well. Brisa uses the Kalvacharmah to teach that the days that a Nazir is a Metzoyer do not count towards his days of Nazirus. The Brisa says that if a person if a person became a Nazir in a cemetery, which is a situation which is here, is fit to be shaved for Nazirus, yet his days of Tuma don't count towards his Nazirus, and surely a Nazir who is a Metzoyer who is here is not fit to be to be cut for Nazirus, because it's going to have to be cut for, as a Metzoyer in the Metzoyer Tahara process, for sure he will not have his Mitzvah days count for his Naziris. Now, presumably the Brisa means that the Nazir who became a Nazir in the cemetery will have his hair shaved when he becomes Tahar from this Tumah. This can answer the question of Ravashi. The Mara says, no, the Brisa means that his hair is shaved for Naziris maybe at the end of the term of the Naziris. That doesn't mean that it's referring to being cut now for the for, for Tahara from this Tumah. This must be in fact what the Brisa is referring to because if it's referring to shaving for Tumah, then how is the Mitzvah different since he also has to shave his hair as part of a Tahara process right now before he can start counting. The Mara says, that's not a proof because the Brisa may be referring to shaving for the Tumah, but it would still be considered a shaving for Nazirus purposes, whereas the Mitzayra shaving his head is shaving for non-Nazirus purposes, and that's why it may be different. Mara ends off that Abraisa clearly says that we learn from a Pasuk that a Torah Nazir who became Tomei must shave his head when he becomes Torah again. However, a Nazir that became a Nazir while Tomei would not have to shave his head from his, his Tahira process. We clearly see from this Braisa the answer to Ravashi's question, Shema Minah.